Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of My Mortgage Guy. My name is Jesse Earl. I'm sitting here with Nick Kasha. What's up, Jess? Is a lender at Cross Country Mortgage. I am. Uh, how are you doing today, Nick? I'm fantastic. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty well. Oh, that's great to hear. <laughs> that's enough out of you. So we're going to go into a little bit about uh, what type of loan to get. So we already uh, went through, uh, we, we, we have a house. We know last episode we talked about rates, points, um, you know, building that credit score up um, a little bit. We'll get back into that uh, later. But w- there's different types of loans out there. It's not just, hey, I want to buy a house. Here's some, I, want, I need money now. Uh, how do I choose what type of loan to get? I mean, obviously, you'll help me out in that process, but like, what are the different types of loans and how do we even choose which ones to get? Yep. Um, and that's, I mean, that's what we get paid the big bucks to do is to kind of guide you on your way. I oh, mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, we don't get paid anything. No. But uh, no, so there's, there's a whole plethora of loans you can choose. There's like, um, they're products essentially, that this is what we offer. Each person that comes in, uh, we'll have a different, um, we'll have a different makeup, have a different uh, reason for choosing their type of loan. And the and you'll see this if you do any type of Google search, do any type of research online, you'll see that there are different loans out there. There's th- essentially three types of loans that we work with. There's uh, government-backed loans, which are FHA loans, uh, Federal Housing Authority loans, um, VA Veterans Administration right. and the USDA. Those are the three three main figures in the um, government backed loans. Okay. Um, then there's our conventional loans. Conventional loans are the ones you'll see a thirty year fixed. You'll see a lot of advertisements for those twenty percent down refinances. Those are the basic loans that go out. There's there's a maximum. Uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac back those loans. There's a maximum amount of money you can borrow with those types of loans, and they're um, they're pretty standard cookie cutter loans across the board. And then the third type are non conventional or non QM loans. Those include like um, certain types of portfolio loans that different banks have. Yep. Portfolio loans are basically specific to that type of bank. Um, the jumbo loan products that are out there, anything over the, the, the maximum counting limits, and then certain like investment loans and stuff. Those are different. Um, I think for this episode, we'll, we'll stick mostly to the government loans and the um, and the conventional loans because yep. those are what the, the your first time buyer is really going to focus on. And the conventional is just more popular, I'm assuming, or the most common. Um, no, not common, really. Or? They they are they're the ones you hear about the most. Um, but the government and conventional, pretty. I mean, I I don't know the exact stats or figures on them, but they're pretty down the middle of which ones you can have. Um, oh, really? Okay. So, so what de- what determines? Uh, you know, I. I I want to buy a house. Yeah. What determine like how do I decide on? I, just for this example, I'm not a veteran, so I'm not going to get a, a VA yep. loan. Uh, we'll get in that in a moment. But like, so what are my what are my options? Yeah, right. So ba- your basic options are, um, if you're not a veteran, and depending on where you're at, if you're just houses or regular suburbs, you're going to look at either an FHA loan um, or yep. a conventional loan. Okay. Each one has their pros and cons, and each one has their own um, guidelines. And if you fit into the certain guidelines, you know, my job is to figure out which one's the best for you. And then you can make the final decision, but I'll figure out which one you qualify for yep. and the monthly payment that's going to be the least amount, which one you're, um, you know, that that's the most suitable in your situation. Okay. Um, so my, my main thing would be, you know, your credit score is the biggest, one of the biggest factors that go into the type of loan you're going to get. The higher your credit score, the more... Um, 
the more likely you're gonna, you are going to find the conventional loan to be your your friend, essentially, the mm-hmm. one you want. Because a cent, the, what they what banks do, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac do, the higher credit score, the lower the interest rate, the lower the PMI cost, lower everything gets because they're rewarding you for that, um, for having that high credit score. Okay. Uh, as your credit score gets a little bit lower, the FHA probably will work better for you. They both... That one is set by the government, so the rates are set by the government. The PMI cost is set by the government, and, okay. it, and they, you, they're really flat across the board. You could have an 800 credit score or a 650 credit score, and pretty much get the same rates. Might be a slightly different, but they're pretty much going to be the same. Okay. Um, and so the FHA loans are the 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 highlights of those are you can do a three and a half percent down payment. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have to be a, a primary residence, and you're going to be the owner-occupant of that house. So you have to live there for at least a year. Okay, so uh, it can't be an investment property, right? Can't like be that. an investment property. Nope. Okay. So 3.5% has to be primary residence. Uh, they allow lower credit, like I said, lower credit scores mm-hmm. with the same payments and the same PMI across the board. Mm-hmm. That PMI, well, it's technically mortgage insurance at that point. It's not private, but mortgage insurance, That's you have to pay that for the life of the loan. So mm-hmm. it's a little more costly over the course of 30 years. Okay. Uh, they do allow you to put three and a half percent down on single families, two, three, and four units. So conventional loans, if you get anything besides a single family, you'll have to put twenty five percent down for two, three, and four units. Oh wow! So the FHA has its highlights. It has the reasons why you want to get that that type of loan. Um, it's good for first time buyers mm-hmm. who haven't established credit yet, or I mean, and even if you're a second time buyer, maybe it may be worthwhile for you to check out. Uh, Conventional loans, you can, you know, depending on the type of loan that you get, for the most part, you're looking at a 5% minimum down payment. Yep. Um, there are types of loans like uh, for first-time buyer or uh, affordable loans, depending on where you live, where you can do 3% for a down payment. Those are uh, home possible, home ready. Those are different types of loans. We'll, I mean, those are for another episode, but we're just doing generalities right now. So 5% down is your payment. You yep. have mortgage insurance that goes away after you reach a 20% equity threshold in the house. Uh, you'll have, you know, the higher your credit score is, the cheaper everything gets every month. Um, and there's also other ways to pay for that mortgage insurance with uh, conventional loans. FHA loans are monthly. Yeah. And then uh, conventional different. Is there, is there uh, any type of, of, of those two years mentioned, I guess, um, is there anything that's more attractive for the seller that where they might like say you're in a yeah you know I'm going to buy a house and other people put offers on it too I want my offer to stand right. out is there anything that might be better yeah so it, in a really um, competitive market like we're in right now people will like to see the conventional loans more yeah and that's only because FHA loans require that the house pass certain standard inspections okay. of the uh, uh, that the appraiser is going to make. So there's certain things like if there's chip paint in the house, um, you have to get the seller would have to get that fixed before they can sell. Oh, okay. If there's uh, any health and safety hazard stuff, conventional appraisers, you know, if it's egregious, they'll make you fix it. But if it's like small stuff, they won't. They'll look right by it. But the uh, appraisers for the FHA loans have to make sure everything is completely fixed and, and up to um, standard, um, uh, up to standards. So make okay. sure it's, he- it's health and safety issues are, are all set. So the, that's really the big difference. Sellers have, you know, people in the past had this idea that FHAs are like something crazy, but they're really pretty much standard across the board now. Like they're they're good for first time buyers. 
people get in houses. Uh, sorry, my dog's here again. He just, <laughs> <laughs> he just went up on the couch. Um, all right, so so we covered FHA conventional. Uh, so VA, obviously, you have to be a veteran to even qualify for this. Correct. Yep. Um, now we haven't talked about it yet, but uh, and we will in just a second. Just give a quick overview of what a VA loan is. But is it a no-brainer if I'm a veteran? This is the loan I want to get. I I would say so. Um, you know, you don't have to. You can go any way you want. But if the VA is allowing you to borrow and to use their product, that's a way to go. VA loans. Uh, you don't need monthly mortgage insurance. There's a uh, a funding fee that's added to the total loan amount spread out over 30 years. So there's no month. It's a cheaper loan, and they also, I mean, they, they pretty much take care of the rates as well. So their government backs. They doesn't, you know, your credit score isn't as important as with the conventional loan. So you can get a really really good rate with no monthly payment, with no monthly PMI payment, yeah. and and really maximize, um, you know, your purchasing power. And it minimize your total monthly debt. So VA is a really, really good product. And if you're a veteran, it definitely is worth it to look into it. Uh, is there anything that disqualifies me from that? Um, as in, like, I don't know, it's, if discharge from service or Yeah, if you're like dishonorably that. discharged, yes, that yeah. would probably disqualify you. You have to... Um, like, what do you have to do to prove... You have to get a DD-214 yep. and a, a COE, so a Certificate of Eligibility. Okay. Um, basically saying that... You, you know, you're buying this house, your primary residence, you, you qualify for the VA um, yeah. uh, benefits, like everything is worked out. Now, if you're in this certain, everyone's a little bit different. So there, there are exempt statuses too, and there's stuff that goes along with it. Everybody's different, but the basics are your DD-214, mm-hmm. honorary discharge, discharge are still in service. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And, oh, and VA loans allow 100% financing, so there's no oh, down wow. payment whatsoever. If oh, you, really? If you can put down, but you don't have to put down any money. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's solid. It's a really <laughs> solid program. Um, oh, and, and speaking of down payments, there are other programs out there state by state mm-hmm. where they have bond programs and stuff where you can do 100% financing as well. Uh, we're in Rhode Island. In Rhode Island, it's Rhode Island Housing. They do allow uh, – they have either grant programs that are out there or they'll allow you to do – Essentially, you borrow whatever the down payment would be, and you yeah. pay it back over uh, 15 years or so. So okay. that's something that's out there as well. Uh, and then the only the only one we didn't talk about USDA. Is USDA a is a rural um, program, so your house you're buying has to be located in the USDA eligible areas. Okay. Uh, those chain those are based on state uh, on each state and the counties of each state and like census. Pulling data, you can look it up online if you're looking at a house. Like if you're in the middle of a city, you're not going to be a USDA loan. But if you're out in, you know, yeah. deep out in the suburbs or in a rural area, it's worth it to look into it. They're they're also 100% loan, so you don't put any money down. But there are maximums for unlike the VA, there's no maximum what you can make. But you, uh, there's income maximums for uh, USDA loans. So they're more niche and less. Uh, they aren't used as much in our area, but certain parts of the country they're they're really highly um, they're highly used. So it kind of depends. You get to look into it and ask your loan officer if you qualify, and yeah. they'll they'll determine that for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so as a loan officer, like, what do you prefer to work on? Like, what's the easiest to get something done? Um, they're all. I mean, obviously everything changes person to person. Yeah. But if you're coming in and you're like you have a seven eighty credit score and you have. 20% for a down payment, 
and you have a, a salary position with a W two job, like you're going to do a conven- conventional loan. Yeah. Like it's a, that's no brainer. You get the best rate possible, no PMI payment, and you're in the house. Right, like you know, it's, it's simple. Yeah. Um, and then everything else kind of depends. You're buying a multifamily. FHA could be the way to go for you because that's going to obviously you're going to be in the house with less money down and, and have to live in you know live in one of the units but make rent on the other units. So I don't prefer one to another. The USDAs are a little more difficult for us paperwork wise. VAs are a little bit more paperwork heavy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's whatever the client kind of whatever works best. Like we, we figure out a way to get it done. Okay. So. Um, is there anything else we're missing there? Yeah. So every county um, in the country has a maximum loan amount uh, that you can go up to. After that, it becomes a jumbo loan. So if you're buying a house oh. in, uh, you know, wherever, your loan amount, are, they just raise these up January 1st, I think, and goes into effect. $548,000 is the total loan amount that you can't go over. Once you go over that, in general, some some are higher, but that's that's the cutoff essentially. If you go over that, it becomes a jumbo loan, and that becomes a totally different animal. Mm. Um, jumbo loans are, like I said before, like uh, you probably heard of these before, but they're like portfolio loans, which they they work by their own standards. They're not backed by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. Mm. They're backed by individual banks and investors, and they're for the most part a little more strict. They don't allow you to do you know some of them will do five percent down. But you have to get a higher rate. Um, they really want you to. They, they want it to be as risk free as possible. So the higher credit score, higher down payment will work out for you. But uh, yeah, so for the most part, um, under five hundred forty-eight thousand dollars is where you want to be for yeah. conventional loans. I mean, that's really the only thing I think I missed out on. Um, but yeah, if you're buying your house, you'll have different options. Definitely go through each one. There's pros and cons to each. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's really what you you know what you want to get out of it. The, the less money, if you don't want to put as much money up up front, and you qualify for the FHA, three and a half percent is the way to go. Yeah. If you want to, you know, if you if you think you get ten percent for your down payment, and your credit's good, uh, the conventional loan will be the way to go because your PMI could will go away once you reach twenty percent, which would be like five and a half years of payment. And we're talking about this like right as like we're going to be making the offer too. Like we're getting the pre approval. Yeah, yeah because obviously they want to right. Tell you'll probably later. honestly you'll, you'll probably talk about this before you even make an offer. You'll oh, know okay. what you're going on, but. Even when you make the offer, you'll have a, a couple of days at least to talk about your different options, what you have uh, in front of you, so you'll know. You know, this is what I want. This is, you know, the, your your loan officer will give you the different options you have that you qualify for, and then you can decide, and then you'll you'll go after that with the official application. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it's you, yeah. Th- there's a lot more that goes into it, but your specific person, or if it was me explaining this to you, like I, I'll I'll make sure that you have all the information ahead of you, so you'll know. All right, this is the type of loan we're doing. This is my down payment. This is what we're going after. Mm. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's our job essentially to set you up right, right. for for success. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Nick. Uh, that's another another episode down. Uh, how can people reach out to you? KashaMortgages.com. C-A-C-C-I-A Mortgages.com. That's my emails in there. My uh, apply now button, my uh, phone number if you need it, and uh, my LinkedIn button. So you can, uh, you know, get in there and look at uh, look at everything you need. All right, awesome. Thanks a lot, Nick. No problem. All right, see you guys. Have a good day.